Welcome to the Journal Hijabi podcast. I'm your host, Sirin, and here we're all about elevating the voices of hijabi women in mainstream media through authentic storytelling. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wearing the hijab kind of like pushed me out of my comfort zone anyways. And so I was like, everyone already sees me, you know, like I can't hide anymore. So it doesn't really matter how they perceive me anymore because they will, no matter what I do. So I decided just to be friendly and open with everyone and everyone, I think, like was came around to it like nobody really cared in general after they like knew me so i'm really excited to be speaking with hiba today about the things that come with becoming a new hijabi but before we get into it can you just take a minute to tell our audience a little more about you and how you came across journal hijabi I discovered Journal Hijabi about five months after I started wearing it. And I was on Spotify and I'm like always looking for new podcasts to listen to. And I remember finding it like super casually and I wasn't expecting much, but I was so happy about the content that I found. Um, I think I picked the latest episode at the time. It was about hijab empowerment and finding your own style. And at the time, that's what I was struggling with. So I just turned 16 and it was becoming like really hard to maintain like the self-identity that I had built for myself my whole life as like a non-hijabi Muslim because my appearance and like the way I was perceived was always important to me. But now with the hijab, I was, I like suddenly looked really different and obviously I was changing my style up to be a little bit more modest. And that was something that I was like struggling with, but listening to you and I think her name is pronounced Razan talk about it super openly was very refreshing and like relatable. Um, and it was definitely like a very transformative like episode. And then I went back and listened to a bunch of um, the old ones as well. Yeah, I'm so glad that Journal Hijabi did that for you, especially like mm-hmm. early on being a new yeah. hijabi in the first year. Can you kind of talk about that experience and how journal hijabi helped you transition into becoming a new hijabi oh yeah for sure so growing up like i grew up in the middle east um until i was like i want to say eight or nine um and then i moved to canada and then america 
And so I didn't really have that many Muslim friends suddenly. So everyone I was surrounded with with was either like Christian or just like a non-Muslim. And still to this day, honestly, I don't have that many hijabi friends or even like Muslim just girlfriends. Uh, So listening to you and so many different hijabis like across, I, I think, America and just random strangers, honestly, on the Internet talk about something that I was going through just made me feel really, really less alone. And changing like your life like that kind of suddenly is a very scary experience. But Journal Hijabi really helped me out and made me feel like understood and heard. And I honestly love the content that you've been making. And it's it's not just like uh, one thing. It's like it's about like um, dismantling racism or being the only hijabi in the room. That was like one of my favorite episodes. And I know we talked earlier and you were like, yeah, I love that title. And I was like, yeah, honestly, me too. Cause it's so relatable. Like mm-hmm. even at school now I'll look around and I feel kind of alone. Cause I'm like, okay, I know that I'm like almost isolated here, but thankfully like I've still found like a great group of people to be with but still you have that like kind of feeling of oh I feel kind of like ostracized especially when you're like a new hijabi so being kind of alone and then hearing so many people and you of course talk about such important issues and like relatable ones too is just super refreshing doing this podcast and talking to so many different hijabis and people and even like my personal experience I learn like such a huge lesson when it comes to becoming a new hijabi is that, you know, sometimes it's hard. And like in that moment, you have to take a step back and analyze what you're feeling. And I actually have like such like a personal example. I'm just going to be real here for a second. You know, one of the first times that I kind of like felt off about the hijab you know, I, I, it was just so random. I was like at the gym and I looked in the mirror and then I just started seeing my hijab differently for some reason. And I started seeing it as silly or kind of judging the way I looked in it or, or like comparing myself to something like, is this how like people see me? And like, is, is this silly? You know, it, it was just so weird. Like I, I was basically just spiraling in that moment and I just felt bad. But then I came to the conclusion of two things that will always make you feel better or hopefully make you feel better in that moment of like hijab spiraling. And the first one is to make sure that you find a hijab style that suits your face and head size. Because I realized in that moment at the gym when I was looking in the mirror, I was wearing one of those hijabs that are like kind of like sewed in, you know, if you know what I mean. I think it was like from Verona yeah. or something. And so it kind of like it made my my head or something kind of look like a space helmet or something. And like I was like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just felt silly that like that hijab made me feel silly. Yeah. And it was weird because I didn't feel that way in any other hijab. So it really came down to that certain hijab and like finding which one fits your suits your face and then the second one which is the most important is to surround yourself like make sure ask yourself are you surrounding yourself with other people who wear the hijab and like I realized it really comes down to the environment you know I'm not saying surround yourself because it's like impossible to just surround yourself like 
if you're alone, okay, let me just go find a hijabi, you know, you're not. But to kind of fit that in your schedule of, okay, you're going to high school, you're going to school, classes work, there's not hijabis there. Thank God for me, like, uh, like there's hijabis at work, there's hijabis at my college, school, mosque, pretty much everywhere. But, mm-hmm. you know, in a normal scenario, it's like, if you don't have that, if there are not people who look like you that you're surrounded by, you're going to feel off. And what you need to do is kind of implement that within your schedule. And so if there's no one at your school that wears a hijab or work, then, you know, meet up with your hijabi friends, set a schedule, meet up somewhere, go to the mosque, go to an event, go to a lecture so you can kind of feel involved. And then all those, you know, negative thoughts go away because it's like, okay, it's not just me. I don't feel silly. Other people are doing it too. And and it's comfortable and like, those are the people that are going to understand you. Going back to our previous conversations, I know that you mentioned that you never really had Muslim friends where you grew up. Yeah. And then you moved to California and then started working at that halal restaurant. And then you would see a lot of hijabis. And at that time, you weren't wearing it, but you said that seeing them made you feel that the hijab was a beautiful thing. And you specifically said... I think this is the type of beautiful I want to be, which I really resonated with. And like, I love (laughs) that. So can you talk about that more and about how your mindset of the hijab changed when your environment did and was surrounded by more hijabis? I moved to Canada in about, I want to say fourth grade. And then I moved to America right after. Um, So I kind of went through my preteen and teen years here in America And I've been living in Texas for, let's say, the past like five to six years. Um, But early on during the pandemic, I moved to California to be closer to my dad during, uh, you know, because everyone was like super scared. And we were like, yeah, maybe we should all live together now. Um, And so I got a job at this Yemeni restaurant. And um, obviously, we always like served halal food. So we attracted a lot of Muslims. And um, at school in Texas, I wasn't really surrounded by that many Muslims. Um, like they, there were a lot of Muslims, but they weren't in my grade. Um, and so unfortunately most of my friends, uh, are and, uh, were Christian or non-Muslim. And so wearing the hijab wasn't always a top priority. Like I never really thought about it that much. I always thought that I would just grow up and like some, it's something I would ease into as an adult. Uh, but when I worked at the Yemeni restaurant, uh, I was required to wear some sort of like hairnet or hair covering. Uh, but I was like, since it is a halal restaurant, why don't I just try it like wearing the hijab? And my mom and my sister at the time were actually hijabis and they had just started. So I knew that I wasn't like ready yet, like when they started. And so I didn't want to rush into anything. And obviously, of course, there's this huge misconception of like the entire world thinks we're all forced to do it. But uh, my parents actually were just like, hey, actually don't start until you're ready. Because um, we were always like, if I do start, like I don't want to take it off which is of course fine and respectable, but I wanted to just be like sure about it before I start, you know? And so I just started wearing it um, to work, but I would obviously like not wear it outside. Like when I went out with my family and stuff like that, the more that I wore it, like the more comfortable I grew with it. Cause of course I would always wear it while praying like every single day and like going to the mosque and stuff like that, but not like in the outside world. And for other strangers kind of to see me in like more of a social setting, uh, wearing the hijab was, very different than like 
in the comfort of my own home or like in the comfort of a mosque. And so, uh, yeah. So one day, um, actually it was like a whole week or like a month, I think where I was just kind of starting to think about it a lot more. And I remember just watching so many YouTube videos of like all these girls and women talking about how they became a hijabi. And I was super inspired and I was like stressing out because I was like, (laughs) okay, this is something that I'm becoming sure of like day by day. And then there was this one girl and I don't know who she is and I don't think I'll ever see her again. But I like pray for her all the time because I was like, yeah, she led me to becoming a hijabi low key because I saw her and yeah, I was like, oh my God, she's beautiful. And she's a hijabi, obviously. And I was like, this is the kind of beautiful I want to be. And I just realized that, okay, yeah, I think it's time. And I remember like it was my break during a whole work shift and we were super busy that day, but I was just sitting in a corner in a booth and I was on like my phone or my laptop, just going through YouTube videos. And I was like, okay, I think, I think I'm ready. Definitely being surrounded by more Muslims and seeing that representation and just random strangers, even like finding that comfort of seeing all these beautiful women and knowing that wearing the hijab wouldn't come at the expense of kind of like living I guess my childhood, because I always thought that it's something that like, you know, adults or like older women, like wear the hijab or like cover up more. But even as such a young girl, I guess, and seeing young people like me and seeing a little bit older people even uh, wear the hijab and look so elegant and beautiful was like super inspiring. And so I did all my research and I was like, are you sure about this to myself? And I talked it out with my best friend. Um, She's not even Muslim, but she was always super supportive. And she was like, are you sure about this? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And then she was super happy for me and she motivated me a lot as well. And I remember I went home that day from work and my mom, my dad and my sister were at home. And I was super nervous to tell them for some reason. I don't know why, but I was like, even though obviously they'd be supportive, of course, it's a great thing. I was just like, I have to tell you guys something. I have to tell you guys something. And I think they thought I was doing something completely different because they were like, why is she freaking out so much? And I remember I just couldn't even say it out loud because of how like, I guess, anxious I was about it, but I was super happy. Um, So I I took my mom into the restroom. This is so embarrassing to think about, but I took my mom in the restroom and I kind of whispered it in her ear and she was like, oh, okay, I thought you did something bad. (laughs) I was like, no. And then she was super proud of me. (laughs) It was a really funny moment. And then I made her tell my dad and my sister. I don't know why. I was super nervous. But yeah, so definitely being surrounded um, by Muslims definitely was like a big motivator to start it. And I don't think... Honestly, if I had stayed in Texas during the pandemic or during those like that half year that I was in California, that I would have started the hijab as early as I did. So really, it's crazy how things work out. Yeah, that's amazing. I I was going to say that like the impact that your environment had, like if you Uh stayed in Dallas and never went to California and like had that experience of being surrounded by hijabis, maybe the outcome would have been different. And so that just like goes to show what I was saying about how when you surround yourself with hijabis, all that or most of that self-doubt or negative feelings start to fade because 
You're around people who look like you and understand what it feels like to wear the hijab. And so, like you said, that's just the biggest motivator that you can have with becoming a new hijabi. So number one, find your hijab style that suits your face. And then two, surround yourself, find a way to surround yourself with more hijabis so you can just be more motivated and inspired. So I kind of want to break down steps of your journey that you just said, um, just to kind of, you know, in the details so first you were in texas then you went to california and then you started working at that restaurant surrounding yourself with hijabis and is it was it like you said it was in february after your birthday and then you wore it Uh at at 16 right yeah so my birthday is like february 4th and i started it on february 13th so i really just like basically gave myself a week and it just happened naturally on almost like on my birthday. I wasn't even thinking about it. Like the week after I was like, I don't know what happened, but you know, when you turn a certain age and someone's like, do you feel any different? Like from 15, like the day right after. (laughs) And you're always like, no, you don't like, I'm just a day older. Like I don't feel anything. Yeah. I'm like a whole year older, but I'm basically just still, you know, I just feel the same. But for some reason, like at 16, when I turned 16, I felt this shift in my life. And I was kind of just like, okay, like I'm growing up and I feel so strongly about this and I think it's time. And I never expected it to come that early, like that feeling. Cause I was like, I'm going to wait until I'm ready. I don't want to rush into it. This is very important. And I respect the hijab so much. Even as a non-hijabi, I always admired hijabis. I'm like, you guys are so strong. Like I know it's so hard. I bet. I never knew obviously how hard it was until I started, but yeah, there was just this shift and I was like, okay, I think it's time. So. Yeah, you know, I'm like so glad to hear that. And I'm so proud okay. of you that you really oh, like you. <laughs> took your time with it and, and like mm-hmm. you didn't rush it because I know a lot of stories where you can kind of feel pressured to do that. And it's kind of hard mm-hmm. because like, you know, the hijab is, you know, it goes like to the next question or topic that we were going to discuss, which is like wearing the hijab in high school or middle school, which is typically the, okay. the age group that Muslim women uh, wear the hijab, you know, during that timeline. And like that age and that phase in your life is just so pressuring in itself. The last thing you want in high school or middle school is like attention or Mm -hmm. to seek anything like that. And so wearing the hijab and putting something new on your head, you know, it points you out in ways that you don't, you don't want it to, but it does. And it's pressuring and you're growing. And so, you know, at 16, I believe you were in high school. Can you like talk about becoming a new hijabi in high school and how that was like? Yeah, for sure. So like I said, um, I became a hijabi during the pandemic. So it was only about 10 months ago that I started. But when I did start, it was like, the end of the school year. Uh, so we were still on Zoom and we didn't really have to use our cameras that much anymore because teachers were kind of giving up. After I moved back to Texas, I had to start junior year, which I'm still in. And I was I saw all these people again who I've been friends with since sixth grade to like when I was 11. And so obviously they've seen my hair like all basically for that whole time. And um, they had never seen me in a hijab besides when like I would pray at school and then I would like run out to my locker and take it off. Uh, (laughs) But so everyone was kind of shocked and it was kind of sad because a lot of teachers didn't recognize me. Um, And some of my friends didn't either. They weren't really my friends, but like people I used to know, they would be like, oh, that's you, right? Because we had to wear masks as well. So all they saw was my, my, my eyes now. 
even like moving back, I was really nervous to Texas because all my friends were inviting me out and they were like, oh, like come to this like park, like we're all hanging out there today. And I was so nervous. Like I remember the first five time somebody asked me to go out when I moved back here, I said no, because I was like, I can't like run around the same way, or I can't like participate in these activities anymore, or I don't want to be around these people because I'm afraid they're going to judge me. Like everyone knew I was wearing a hijab because I like posted about it on my like social media and I deleted all my pictures, obviously, and like um, all signs of my hair um, that I could mm-hmm. find on like Instagram and everything like that. So everyone knew that I was wearing a hijab, but no one had seen me yet except for my two best friends. And so uh, I was really, really nervous. I remember crying in my room and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to fit in again. And I just felt really isolated and I was super scared to go back to like in-person school. I never thought like while I was wearing it in California that I would have to go through this because I thought I was going to stay there, but we ended up moving back. It was super, super nerve wracking because I thought some of my friends, like I said, most most of them are Christian or just non-Muslim. And so I thought some people might stop being friends with me or stuff like that because they always knew I was Muslim, but they didn't see me as visibly Muslim. Um, And that's something that shifts like tremendously that you don't realize that like yeah I'm Muslim but now they see me as Muslim um and sometimes they only see me as Muslim and obviously that's never a bad thing but mainstream media and the way that we're portrayed shows us in a negative light and so obviously I was terrified coming back but it's been honestly amazing and I didn't expect that so when I moved back here and I started high school again this year I decided that, you know what, everyone already sees me as different. And eventually when I grew back comfortable being around all of these people that I need, that I used to know, uh, I started actually doing more than I've ever done. Like I'm more involved in school than I've ever been. I ran for our class council, like elections, and I actually became the president of like my grade. And I will be next year as well because like the roles transfer over. And I never thought that that was something I would do. So I had to campaign hard for like, I want to say two to three weeks. And I went and talked to every single person in my grade that I hadn't even talked to since like some people hadn't talked to like seventh grade, but I talked to every single person, like not one person, um, like was missed. Like I went through our whole roster and I am a very anxious person. So I never mm-hmm. thought that I was, I would be able to do that, but wearing the hijab kind of like pushed me out of my comfort zone anyways. And so I was like, everyone already sees me, you know, like I can't hide anymore. So it doesn't really matter how they perceive me anymore. Cause they will no matter what I do. So I decided just to be friendly and open with everyone and everyone, I think, like was came around to it like nobody really cared in general after they like knew me wearing the hijab pushed me to just kind of be like a person and I don't really know how to explain that that well but like now people have to get to know me you know like they can't just they can't see much anymore so now they have to like get to know me to know me yeah I've been closer to my best friends ever since And even my non-Muslim friends are more interested in me now, like in my religion and like why I wore it. And they've been asking so many questions and I love answering them. And everyone's been super respectful. Of course, they've been like negative people. Like I remember the first day I wore it, like the first day ever, um, I wore it and I was still in California at the time. So I went out for a walk and I was, it was just my neighborhood. Like I had been on a walk so many times and no one had ever bothered me as a non-hijabi. But this lady, um, this white lady, <laughs> she drove past me and she rolled her window down and she like yelled at me. 
for no reason. Like I was on the sidewalk, so it wasn't like I was in her way. And I think she yelled like some sort of slur at me. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was kind of shaken up by it. And I kind of just paused and she drove past me pretty quick. But I remember just thinking this should have made me not want to wear it, but now I want to wear it even more. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like kind of surprised by that like internal reaction I had. And I was like, wait, okay. And I went back upstairs and I told my mom about it and she was like, oh my God, like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, you know what? I want to wear it more now. I want to prove her wrong. Okay. Like I want to be the best person I can ever be and spread as much love and like good in the world that she obviously isn't doing. (laughs) Like if you're taking the time out of your day to drive by someone much younger than you, because she's like middle-aged and I'm like 16 and I was like, ouch, but you know what? Good. Thank you. (laughs) Like you said, it just, you know, seeing the positive side of it, we can always, Mm -hmm. you know, be encountered with a negative situation, but turn that situation into a positive encounter. And it just made you even stronger. And it's going to, you know, challenges like those are just going to continue making you stronger. But I was actually going to ask you two questions about one thing that you love about your hijab and one thing that challenges you, but you pretty much just it went over that. Um, about the student council and doing that. I love that and congrats. And Thank you so much. <laughs> and the challenges about your hijab, you know, every hijabi has to go through a situation like that at least once. You know, I have, I don't know what to do about it. But like you said, in the end, if it makes you feel even stronger, then that's all it was supposed to do. And that's all it needed to do. Yeah, for sure. My friends that I was so terrified of kind of like stop, like they would stop being friends with me. Uh, they came over a while ago and they're non-Muslim and they always wanted to try the hijab on. And I was like, okay, you know what? You're over. Let's do it. And so I made them wear it. I mean, I let them wear it and they tried it on and they felt really beautiful. And it was so surprising. Like they couldn't stop the at themselves and they were like all twirly and they were like can we keep it on to eat and I was like yeah of course and one of them even wanted to wear it um out like as a veil uh, and she wanted to start dressing more modestly because we had this conversation about honestly it was kind of like this she was like why do you wear it like what made you want to wear it and I was like the way you dress empowers you and my hijab empowers me as well. Like, of course, that's not the only reason. Like, I do it for Allah, obviously. But also, I keep it on because it's empowering and I love it so much. And, you know, different things empower different people, but this is mine. And that's something I will continue to love about it forever, I think. Ooh, I love that. And I love that they were, like, (laughs) so supportive and trying it on and, like, seeing it, like, as a fun thing. So to wrap up our episode, I have one last question for you. (laughs) What is a piece of advice you would give on becoming a new hijabi? Honestly, one... I, I can't really give one piece of advice. I feel like the whole experience is so different for everyone. Um, but basically, you know, surround yourself with people that understand you and uh, like a community for sure. That helps a lot. And I think what I found after becoming hijabi is obviously I'm like, I was born Muslim, but I always say now that it's not enough to be born into Islam. It's like very important to find it as well. Um, Because wearing a hijab kind of 
made me have like this expectation of myself and honestly other people around me too um and sometimes even my own family i feel like once you wear the hijab you feel like you're a perfect you're supposed to be a perfect muslim you need to realize as a new hijabi if this is what you're struggling with as well that you aren't yet and maybe you will never be but putting all that pressure on yourself just makes the journey even harder so wearing the hijab kind of was like a obviously a big stepping stone for me as a Muslim. And I felt like now that I am a hijabi, I have to automatically leave every little sin, you know, and that put a lot of pressure on me because I always felt inadequate because I was like, okay, yeah, I'm a hijabi, but am I doing the best I can? And it put so much pressure on me that, you know, it like, worsened my self-esteem, I guess, because I just always felt bad about myself. So I was like, yeah, I'm doing this, but am I doing, am I doing everything correctly? Putting that pressure on myself obviously is not healthy. And it just makes the process harder because now you're insecure about your hijab, but you're also insecure about you as a Muslim as well. So if you're a new hijabi that's struggling with this, um, don't worry, you're doing your best and just keep trying to find all of the good that you can do and try to keep exploring yourself and establish an identity for yourself that isn't so fragile that hurts you when you're already trying your best. Because it's a very scary and like huge experience and thing to go through. So it, you just you shouldn't make it harder for yourself. I know I shouldn't have, and I'm still trying my best to this day. You know, it's it's all about growing and improving and growing comfortable wearing it. So yeah, that, I think that would just be the big thing that I would say. Yes, that was very well said. Mm-hmm. And be easy on yourself. You know, no one's perfect, yeah. so why should you be? Exactly. Yeah. And I discovered, you know, like Allah does not want us to be perfect. We're humans. We're gonna sin. We're gonna make mistakes. It's okay. As long as, you know, we're trying our best and we're doing the, you know, the most that we can, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Thank you for tuning in and spending this time listening to this episode. If you could take one second to support this podcast by sharing it and leaving an honest review, it would mean so much to me and help us to reach many different audiences to spread our stories about the hijab. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thanks for reaching the end of the episode. We hope you learned something new about the women who wear the hijab. You can watch the recorded video of this episode on YouTube at Journal Hijabi. And be sure to follow our Instagram at Journal Hijabi to stay updated on all things hijabi and help spread our stories. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi.